Uh, Justice, a couple of days out from your showdown with Paul Gallen. How are you feeling? Feeling very good. Um, very excited. Uh, so, yeah, uh, definitely got that fight week um, feel. Uh, so, yeah, I can't wait to get the job, job done, get in there and uh, showcase uh, what I've been doing in the gym. What's camp been like? Camp's been good. Um, pretty much I had a fight within my camp. So, uh, yeah, I had a fight not long ago. Um, pretty much just added to my camp and then went on from there. Uh, preparation kept going. And, um, yeah, after this fight, preparation will keep going up until the Olympics. Uh, so, yeah, it's everything's gone well and um, everything's gone to plan. It's an unusual setup, obviously, to have the Christian Zoy fight in between and now, obviously, you're, you're fighting Gallon on Wednesday night. How do you keep your, I guess, your training at that sort of level that it needs to be in, in fight shape to be ready to go? Um, I think I'm just used to it. It's just routine to me now. Uh, yeah, I've been doing it for a long time, uh, since I was seven years old. So I think just um, training has just become like within my daily routine. Um, so yeah, I feel like if I miss training, something's missing out of my, you know, just my daily um, stuff that I do. So yeah, it's just, training's, training's good, man. Uh, it's good for you and it's good for, uh, for your health as well. So I love doing it. Uh, obviously the Olympics on the horizon you get asked about this all the time but uh, juggling the two styles obviously what you need to to win gold at the Olympics compared to what you're going to need in the ring on Wednesday night can you talk us through some of the differences I guess in in what you'll be doing uh, in the pro ranks compared to at the games um there's not much difference it's just um short sharper more explosive stuff in the amateurs um you have to you have to be there at round one so um yeah uh, in the amateurs, you definitely have to win round one uh, to get the judges' eyes and stuff. So, um, whereas the pros, you can ease into it, you know. Um, but yeah, the only difference is the the longer rounds, and um, yeah, the amateurs is just sh- shorter, shorter fight um, and more explosive. What are you expecting from him? What sort of style do you think you'll you'll get from Paul on uh, on Wednesday night? Obviously, I, I think he will come out um, out of the gates fast, uh, which we're prepared for. But if um, if he's if he doesn't, then um, yeah, I'll be able to sit back a little bit, control um, control what's happening, um, and yeah, if I do that, then uh, the fight should be in my hands. Uh, obviously, people inside boxing know all about you. You've got the deep amateur pedigree. You're off to the Olympics. You've already won an Australian title on pro debut. But a chance for you to really um, showcase your skills to a broader audience. Um, how do you go dealing with the occasion, knowing that this is probably the most eyeballs that you've ever fought in front of? Yeah, definitely um, the biggest occasion, um, fighting under uh, the lights Wednesday night. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a big for me, but um, I fought I fought in big tournaments overseas uh, in the amateurs and stuff, like full like crowds, stadiums, you know, um, the Youth World Championships. It's full stadium, so um, I think I'm uh, like I said, I've been doing it for a long time, I'm used to it now. Uh, so yeah, I'm just I can't wait to put on a show and um, give the viewers what they want to see. Do you feel like you need to make a statement on Wednesday night? Yeah, for sure. Um, I know a lot of people uh, be ex- expecting a lot from me, um, and same with Gail, like a lot of people want to see the upset, um, but yeah, I'm not gonna let that happen. I'm do everything uh, that I can. To, uh, yeah, get the win. We saw the fight with Christian Zoy. It, it almost looked like a glorified sparring session at times that you're able to build rounds. And obviously the, the chat with your, your father and trainer Rocky in the corner where he basically said, it's it's up to you what you yeah. want to do for the, the remaining rounds. Do you want to 
get Paul Gallen out of there early and uh, in a I guess with a, a thunderous knockout on Wednesday yeah obviously the intensity for this fight will be uh will be a lot higher um so if I see the opportunity to um stop him in there within the 10 rounds I'm definitely going to take it uh, and I guess the, the overall promotion, obviously being down here in Sydney, there was some talk about where this fight was going to take place. Um, and you're here tonight, obviously, with a, a trip around the corner to, uh, to Tokyo. Um, what have you made of the, the build-up to the week? Uh, it's been good. Um, yeah, pretty much like, like my uh, last fight. Um, but obviously this time there's going to be uh, spectators in the venue. So, um, yeah, but with all the media and stuff, I've been handling it well. Uh, starting to get used to all of it now, so, yeah. And can I just ask you about Tokyo? So you've had one, I think we spoke to you on radio a few weeks ago, you said you had one shot and you got a dead arm from um, your COVID vaccine. When are you, you due to have your second one? And I guess what does the, the timeline look like from, from now until uh, Tokyo? So I was supposed to have it on the 1st of, um, 1st of June. I was yep. supposed to have my uh, second shot. Um, but yeah, we pushed that back. So there was no um, like interference with camp and stuff. So um, pretty much as soon as we can after this fight uh, we'll be taking my second shot yep. uh, so we're getting ready to go over to uh, Japan and then from there do you do you meet the team I think they're in the US aren't they at the moment or the do you US go straight to Tokyo yeah yeah the, the rest of the boxing team is over in the US uh, finishing their preparation there uh, but um, I'll be going over to Japan on the 1st of July yep. uh, to meet up with the team for a you know, training sort of like warm-up tournament uh, sort of thing um, leading into the Olympics, so yeah. And what does your division look like? Who are your, your biggest challenges, uh, I guess, in the, in the division you're fighting? Um, they're all all big challenges, you know. Like the top top two on my list are definitely the um, Uzbekistan guy and then um, the Kazakhstan boy. Uh, they're the top two on my list, but you know, there's always someone new uh, coming up um, and working hard, wanting that spot as well. So. Um, yeah, just got to be cautious with every fight I, I get in the uh, Olympics and take it one, one by one. Don't look past any opponents. Same as, same as what I'm doing in the pros as well, so, yeah. You could be a crossover star or a household name by Thursday morning if you can get Paul Gallen out of there in thunderous fashion on Wednesday night. Justice, appreciate your time as always. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Paul Gallen, always appreciate your time on ABC Radio. Uh, you've just had the main press conference with Justice Hooney. A couple of nights away from the fight. How are you feeling? I feel pretty good at the moment. Um, all the heavy lifting or hard work, so to speak, is done. And I'm just you know, punch the pad a little bit tomorrow just to get 100% tuned up for the fight and you know, get in there Wednesday. Always in shape, but how was camp? Yeah, camp was good. You know, we, we, we did well. You know, we, it was a short camp compared to the other fights. You know, only probably six weeks, but you know, probably five, five weeks of sparring. But we did the best we could, got the best sparring that we could. And um, you know, we're happy to see Jason Waitley on the card and hopefully he can do well as well. You've obviously got your media commitments with the footy. You're in Townsville for Origin during the week. How does that fit into a preparation for fight week? Oh, mate, it's pretty busy. Um, yeah, and I have a couple of jobs and work at the Sharks as well and, and doing the radio. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty busy, but I like being busy. I don't like being bored. Um, I suppose mentally it can be a little bit draining, but physically it's okay. You know, it's not like I'm, I'm, I'm doing a lot of training or running around and stuff. It's pretty much just walking around and concentrating on the footy, which you know, comes second nature to me, so everything's okay. It's a DNL event card. Dean Lonigan's obviously the promoter. He refers to his guy as Winks in Justice Hooney. He refers to you as Eeyore. <laughs> what do you think about that, that, that buff? Yeah, that was, uh, it was pretty good for him, Dean, to be honest with you. He hasn't been 
very good at the barbs uh, throughout the whole preparation. He sort of always resorted back to things that other people have said and tried to rehash it. But that, that was good. He came up with that one by himself, so that was okay. Justice isn't much of a talker, but you had a few words for him as well as part of the, the press conference, in, given his past in the amateurs. Yeah, I mean, as I said, I just talk facts, and it's happened before. So it's up to me to try and find that chink in the armour and expose it. So can you just elaborate, I guess, on what you were saying as part of the press conference? Oh, looking how he made the championship final of it. No, I don't even know what it was, but it was for a gold medal or something. I don't know what it was, and he, he didn't fight the you know, the main fight. So, you know, I just, I just find that being disappointing in my eyes. But to me, if I was to make a grand final or a major final event of anything I ever did, I'd want to get in there and have a crack, win, lose, or draw. And, um, you know, he didn't. As a fight fan, we often talk about, oh, there's levels to this. And you, you get him in there with arguably the best heavyweight in Australian boxing. He's a, got an amateur pedigree. He's a very skillful boxer. You're a heavy underdog. You could make good money fighting any footballer or mixed martial artist. Why do you want to get in the ring with this guy? I, th- I think I've, I've beat the best there is to beat there. You know, Mark Hunt's been, you know, a, you know the biggest name in combat sports in, in Australia for the last you know, however many years. And I beat him. And then Lucas Brown was a former world champion. Now he's fighting you know, one of Tyson Fury's sparring partners, I think, in the next month or two. So... I beat them guys, so I suppose going back to, to fight another footy player and, and earning this sort of money probably wasn't realistic, so I've got to push myself and test myself, and I don't see what the problem with that is. I'd, mate, if, if more people in Australian boxing did that, if more people went out and had a crack and had fights that were interesting, Australian boxing would be more relevant. But unfortunately, they want to have cherry-pick fights, and that's what happens. That's where the sport is where it is. You started like you've been shot out of a cannon against Lucas Brown. You got him out there early. Can we expect the same thing on Wednesday night? Um, oh, I think a different opponent. Lucas Brown was wanted to try and prove how tough he was and stand there and trade with me. Um, thankfully, I got him before he got me. But, um, yeah, I think Justice will box a whole lot more, so I don't think it'll be like that. What do you think will happen? Oh, I, think, I think if I can get through the first five, six rounds, I, I think I can stop him late. Enjoy the week. See you tomorrow. See Appreciate you Wednesday night. It. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Uh, promoter Dean Lonigan, of course, once in charge of Jeff Horn's mapping out his career. And now Justice Hooney's your main guy. He fights Paul Gallon, the biggest pay-per-view star in Australian boxing at the moment. Wednesday night, June 16. What are we in for? It looks like we're in for fireworks. And I've got to be honest, I was just saying to someone else, I was very much a big part of David Tua versus Shane Cameron. And for that build-up, uh, Shane Cameron's side got under Tua's skin. And Tua was a world-class heavyweight who should have won the world heavyweight title. And he destroyed a lot of a lot of fighters with big, big, big left hooks. But as the fight went on, as the build-up went on, they got more and more and more under Tua's skin. And what happened was Tua came out and absolutely destroyed Cameron. And in the second round, he was hitting Cameron in a way against the ropes that he was holding Cameron up so he could hit him some more. And he took 20 unanswered shot, shots that destroyed Shane Cameron in his career. I'm telling you, Paul Gallen just signed his death warrant, or his boxing career's death warrant it's over. They've really pissed Justice off. They wanted to be respectful and my gut feel is they're going to come out on Wednesday night and you're going to see a massive amount of fireworks and Paul's going to be on the wrong side of a very bad beatdown. So he came out in the press conference, Gallon spitting fire and got really personal towards sort of Rocky and Justice at different times and talking about events that had happened obviously in their their past and fights that they didn't take during the amateurs. Um, Was your read on that that I guess the, the Hooney side had been able to unleash a little something in, in Gallon that we probably wouldn't have thought that we would have seen? Well, I think uh, any sportsman who does what they do, particularly on the national stage, and there's no doubt Paul's on the national stage, and he has said on a number of occasions he's a prize fighter. We've acknowledged he's the best prize fighter in the country. 
he's just not a real boxer. The prize fighter's there to make money. Our guy's there, yes, he's there to make money. That's why they apply your trade. But he's also there to win accolades at the highest possible level. And they know that if they chase the accolades and get the accolades and get the trophies and get the belts, the money will follow. And that's exactly what's going to happen. And for whatever reason, Paul's decided to go feral against a very nice young man and a very nice your father and Rocky. And I'm telling you, he signed his boxing career's death warrant with those statements and uh, he's going to get seriously hurt on Wednesday night. So I don't think anyone doubts that Justice is the better pure boxer, obviously, out of the two. Um, Paul's obviously the, the bigger draw and he's the A-side of the promotion, at least in the way that the banners look. But I don't think you'd deny as a promoter that not only would it be nice for Justice to win and box well, it'd be nice to look good doing it and win in, in a devastating fashion. How much are you hoping that Justice can make a statement when he, he gets in front of all those eyeballs on Wednesday night? This is what no one understands. And I've been watching Justice now for quite some time and I've seen him in his four professional fights, watching very, very much up close. They've been talking about keeping Paul on the outside and boxing. Do not underestimate this boy's ability to fight on the inside and really, really come big with the uppercuts. One of his favourite fighters, if not his favourite fighter of all time, is Mike Tyson. Tyson was incredible on the inside, and we know that when we go to the big fights, the Tyson Furies and the Anthony Joshuas, he is going to be the smaller guy, and he's going to fight on the inside. So he's been practicing fighting on the inside a hell of a lot. So, Paul, good luck to you when you come inside and work out that, oh, my God, this guy can fight off the back foot, he can fight in close, and he can fight at range. And what's going to happen is this, is round two or three, if it goes that far, Paul's going to start to understand it's, I've really bitten off more than I can chew. And at the back end of this, like I said, this is the uh, signing of the death warrant of Paul Gallon's career. Tina, appreciate your time as always. Thank you, brother.